Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hi, this is Biel, and this is the Wildcat Scoop Podcast, and here is my um, parents, Jason and Shelby Show. Go! Thank you, Brielle, and welcome to Wildcats Scoop Podcast. We had such a lovely introduction. Uh, we are here to preview the Arizona men's basketball game against Stanford on Thursday night. It is odd to say that because Arizona won the Pac-12 champion, not the championship. No, it's the Pac-12 championship, I wish, Shelby. I'm wishing, the Pac-12 no, regular season. Regular season championship. Okay, regular season <laughs> championship. Um so it's weird that they're playing Stanford tomorrow night. Um, Nothing says championship like the Stanford Cardinal. Yeah, yeah. They're the breakfast of champions. Um, breakfast of champions? <laughs> wow. Uh, I don't know what that means, but I'm down. I'm having a hard time being motivated for this podcast. Yeah, okay, like here's the, the deal. So before every right podcast, now. I send Shelby questions. And my first question was, how bored are you with this matchup? Because that's what I want her to ask me. And she said, bored isn't the right word. It is the right word, Shelby. Arizona just won on the road to play arguably the second best team or third best team in the conference to win the Pac-12 title, whoop them, and then go from that to a team that may literally be playing the worst basketball in the conference or close to it. Yeah, it's a boring matchup. Arizona's favored by 19 points. You know that I don't like the word boring. My grandmother was Lacking enthusiasm. That Braille's laughing people who use the word bored are boring people. So we're going to just flip okay. it a little bit and say, do you so think boring. Arizona will be motivated to come out and dominate Stanford? I'm glad you asked, Shelby. The answer is yes, because they're playing for a one seed. Uh, I mean, it's it's all hands on deck. And, and motivation, as we've noticed, maybe like in one game, the Colorado game, I guess. Motivation hasn't been a big issue for this team. Tommy Lloyd knows what buttons to press. Um, and, you know, overall, um, you know, if anything, I think that there's some extra motivation because they just want to beat teams and leave no questions. And, I, and, and look, they're not going to lose to Stanford. It'd be shocking. But I, I don't see motivation being an issue. And I think Tommy Lloyd started to build to that right after the game. He said, yeah, this is cool and everything, but I'm already watching Stanford film on the way home, and there's still a lot of basketball left to be played this season. The biggest motivation is on the message boards and with me. Awesome. That's to be determined. We'll see it tomorrow. Well, it is 7 p.m. though, so that's nice. 7 p.m. instead of 9 is yes, always... Yes, because let me tell you something. Playing Stanford at 9 p.m., uh, that is hard to get motivated. Stanford is on a downward trend. What's wrong with them? Everything. Boom. Here's Stanford's last whatever games. I can't count. 
Lost to UCLA by nine. Lost to Oregon by eight. Beat Oregon State. Powerful Oregon State. Lost to Utah. Lost to Colorado. Lost to California, where it scored 39 points. Let me repeat that. It scored 39 points. Stanford, at one point, was pretty good defensively in Ken Palm. They're 88th now. They're 153rd on offense. They are 346th in the nation in turnovers. That means they turn the ball over as bad as it gets, and they don't force them either. They don't shoot free throws well. They don't block. They don't steal. They turn the ball over a ton. They don't score. They do rebound well, so that's cool. Um, they're just not a very good team right now. The cohesion is gone. Um, they're just, it's just not there for them. I mean, to, and uh, they don't have, you know, a lot of times, you know, when we're talking in previewing games, I always say, when the going gets tough, who's that guy for you? Sanford doesn't have anyone that even resembles that guy. It was supposed to be Jaden Delaire. Uh, he's all right. I mean, he's considered a major contributor for this team. He's their best offensive threat. Harrison Ingram is solid, uh, but their guard play just isn't there, and they're not taking care of the ball at all. And, I mean, their offense, the the lack of ability to, like, be able to dribble. I mean, you're, you're losing games, 56 points against Utah, bad defensive team, 53 points against Colorado, and 39 points uh, against Cal. That is... Not good. Dismal. Dismal. Dismal is the word. Yeah, is the word. Is there an individual matchup to watch? Yeah, I guess. Um, (laughs) 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 Uh, I think Harrison. Harrison. So the freshmen in this conference, there's really three of them. There's Harrison Ingram, Muhammad Gway, and KJ Simpson. Those are the three best freshmen in the conference. Harrison Ingram is going to win the freshman of the year, probably uh, unanimously. And (laughs) sorry, I'm laughing. My dog. Just rolled in the couch and looks like a like a homeless dog right now. Uh, but Harrison Ingram is going to win Pac-12 Freshman of the Year. Uh, he's obviously he's, he's a good player. I like him quite a bit. He's got a bright future. Uh, he might want to leave Stanford after this year. That'll be very interesting. But um, in the first meeting against Arizona, he had uh, 11 points in that game. They can't win that game if he has 11 points. Uh, but, you know, Azulis got hurt that game. So... Uh, we never really got to see that matchup with Zoo because he only played seven minutes that game. If you remember, uh, Coloco had the foul trouble. He only played nine minutes. So Arizona whooped Stanford really with not even a full team in the first meeting. But Ingram versus Tubelis uh, is probably the matchup um, that I'm I'm most curious about. Uh, after that, um, you know, there's not really a ton of individual players on Stanford that are all that good. So Ingram versus Tubelis uh, should be a fun one. Is there any path? For, to victory for Stanford in this timeline, in the darkest timeline, the in metaverse. another life? Um, I think, it. even though I said it wouldn't be a problem, the obvious answer is that Arizona just comes out unmotivated, like it's going to walk all over Stanford and knows it's going to walk all over Stanford and is lackadaisical and Stanford's playing, you know, to pretend like it's a tournament team to maybe get some momentum going in the Pac-12 tournament. Uh, Arizona's lackadaisical, Stanford's playing its ass off. It, you know, Stanford, that happens. Um, Stanford takes care of the ball really well. Stanford's hot from three. Um, as bad as their offense is, uh, once in a while they make threes. The reality is I'm kind of making this all up because there's no clear path to victory. There, It, it takes a lot in college, college, college. It takes a lot in college basketball for a 19-point favorite 
to lose at home. Uh, and, and when that does happen, there's usually some matchup considerations, the hot shooting team and all that. Sanford just isn't it. They don't do any one thing well enough except for a rebound. And Arizona is one of the best rebounding teams in the country. Um, so, I mean, even if Sanford rebounds the ball well, it probably won't matter a, a whole ton at the end of the day. I know that Stanford's prospects are dim, and I know that they're not going to win, but while you were talking, I thought of Bill Walton talking about, like, all the crazy stuff that he talks about that are not basketball-related, but, like, talking about, like, Greek mythology. Is it kind of hubris to say that there is no path for Stanford to win? Because that just kind of... I'm not sure if you knew this, Shelby. What? But Bill Walton's actually on the call. I know he is. That's why I'm So, <laughs> if... I don't know if I said that. I don't think I posted it yet. But uh, should Arizona get up big and it's a boring basketball game, God knows what uh, what Bill Walton will be talking about. I, was, I don't know why it just came um, to me. Is it hubris? A, no, like... hubris of it. Have know, I ever said... Have I said at any point in this season, and this is a serious question, that Arizona was going to kick a, the crap out of a team and it wound up being really close? I said the opposite, where I, I thought it'd say, be close I in Arizona. Said the opposite. But I, mean, I don't think I said this game sucks and then Arizona plays it close. I, look, could it be closer than 19? Yeah, sure, 19's a lot of points. Will it be like an eight-point game? I just, I just don't see it. All right, because that is your final question is, what is your prediction, Jason? Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast you know i paused there did you like my dramatic pause 150 to zero uh i think arizona um blake keithley our buddy blake calls it the shelby spread which is arizona minus 39 (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't think Arizona minus 39. I do think it'll be like, uh, I'm trying to think of the, the first meeting was 85 to 57. And honestly, that sounds pretty realistic. Let's go uh, 82 to 54. No, we're in the 90s tomorrow night. I just, was that 28 points I just picked? Yeah. Well, man, that was a lot of points. We're in the 90s tomorrow night. We, I like when you say we. Arizona's in the 90s. Starting backcourt, Kirk Risa, Shelby Shear. We. <laughs> anyway, I think Arizona 90. Um, I don't know. What's 39 off of 90 for Blake? <laughs> <laughs>
I don't know. 59. Stanford, 59. Yeah. No, 80 to 59. Sure. 80 to nothing. 90 to nothing, Shelby says. <laughs> At some point, uh, Tommy 80 Lloyd, to 51. Tommy Lloyd's going to put Bianca into the basketball <laughs> game. And... 80 to 51, Shelby says. No, um, I said 90. 90 to 51. That seems high, though. Right. 90 to 61. Oh, Rebel. And keep in mind, uh, it is the Ludols and Tribute game. Ooh. From what I understand, there's going to be a video at halftime with some fan stories that they've get, been gathering, some player video appearances, uh, a special commemorative T-shirt, I was told, Aww. that will become available tomorrow. Aww. I don't know the full details on that, but that is what I was told uh, today. What's one of your loot memories, honey? Um, you know, back in the day, you could get away with a lot more working for these old websites. And relationships with coaches were a lot different. And like the first or second AAU excursion to Vegas that I went to, I drove around Lute Olson, <laughs> Las Vegas. And... Uh, it was really cool talking, recruiting with Loot, and we talked about life a little bit. And I have been around a lot of coaches, and I'm not sure I've ever been around a coach where when you walked into a gym with Loot Olson, when Loot walked into a gym, it all changed. Like the whole feeling of everything uh, changed completely. Aww. My funny memory of Loot Olson was uh, one night, late at night, <laughs> with Gersh and Rasan. We went to go see Brandon Jennings and Leonard Washington uh, in an AU game in Vegas. And after the game, Leonard Washington and a player on the other team squared up. And then they proceeded to start fighting. And then a parent proceeded to come down and start fighting. And then the cops proceeded to take out pepper spray and just start pepper spraying everybody. And the first thing that, uh, I believe it was KO, and there might have been one other assistant, was get loot out of here. <laughs> like, and, it, and it parted like the Red Sea. And um, we all got maced that night. Uh, and KO didn't flinch. <laughs> we go, what the hell's wrong with you? Like, that was a riot. And he goes, dude, I was in Malice in the Palace. You're like, oh yeah, that's right. Probably, he's like, yeah, this is what like he's basically like, I don't give a shit about this riot. <laughs> so um yeah, but loot was everything that uh you think he was. Um, you know, it loot could have gotten uh, a lot, I don't know how much I could say, but let's just say that loot could have got a lot more players had he been more willing uh to cheat. And some big names that you guys know about, but I'm not getting into that. I'm going to save that for my book. But um, yeah, and like, it, and he was just he, he was very human, but he had the uh, the larger than life persona. Where again, like he walked into the gym, and uh, the whole vibe changed. And nowadays, the closest thing to that, I would say, uh, is Calipari. When John Calipari walks into a gym, you go, oh, crap. And you know he doesn't even wear Kentucky clothing because he's like, I'm, I'm John Calipari. I don't have to wear school clothing. You know who I am. But, he's his own brand. Yeah. Nelson was his own brand. Yeah, absolutely. And there's not many coaches. Uh, Coach K is probably like one of them, but he's gonna retire after he he's actually requested to win the national championship. So we'll see if the NCAA they're gonna dial just, it up. Yeah, just, for just him. actually gives him the trophy and cancels the tournament. But if Lou was alive and he asked for it, 
We'd all say, okay, Luke. And I would say the only other coach that I've been in close contact with that gave me that feeling was uh, was Dean Smith. Uh-huh. I've told this story before. Jason is in awe of Dean Smith. Um, I visited Chapel Hill years ago uh, when my sister was looking at graduate schools, and I, I said, the only thing I need to do is I need to see their gym. I need to see where Michael Jordan played basketball. And the front door wasn't open, and the side door wasn't open, and finally I find the side door. And the only thing that is in the hallway is an elevator. And I said, I need to see this arena. So I get in the elevator and it opens. And I walk out the elevator and a woman says, can I help you? And I was like, I, uh, I, she goes, do you know where you are? And I was like, I just want to see the gym. She goes, oh, well, this is Dean Smith's office. And I was like, oh, I must have gone in the wrong elevator. And Dean Smith came out of his office and gave a, uh, a 15-year-old boy like a 10-minute conversation about life. And to this day, it was just the coolest thing ever. It's, in terms of sports, it's one of the coolest things that's ever happened to me. You were a kid. It was like the cool, it was unreal. It was like, holy shit. Like, you could have kicked me out of your office. First of all, you got an elevator that leads into your office pretty much. Private elevator. Second of all, like, you could have been like, what are you doing? And it was like the summer, so, you know, it's recruiting and all that. And he took time out of whatever he was doing just to talk to me. And I was like, I'm a huge fan. That was it. Done deal. Jason's met a lot of famous people. Like, he sat next to Nick Lachey at a bar in L.A. one time and just talked and had beer. Yeah, it was BS that I wasn't a part of. But what I were they, 98 Degrees? He was part of 98 Degrees. But he was married to me. Jessica Simpson at the sheer, time. Sheer 8, I don't know. Jason Sheer, 98, 98 Degrees? 98 Degrees. Sheer 8 Degrees. <laughs> anyway, I was just going to say that the only person you've ever met that you were, like, I know that you said you were tongue-tied around was Dean Smith. Yeah, that's the only guy because I was younger and it was, yeah. But anyway, we're excited that Luke's going to have his own night to celebrate his legacy. I wish, again, I said it last night, I feel like he got a little short change in all of the COVID madness. And um, I don't think, you know, hopefully he'll get some more pub as the years go on. But we love you, Luke. Oh, sure. Yeah, and I'm sad. Okay, well, Shelby's going to go cry. Um, what? I'm anyway, really yeah, kidding. let's make fun of Stanford. Anyway, wildcatauthority.com. Uh, the first football practice was today. Now we have a two week break, but uh, I will be writing um, some stuff about football practice uh, that you'll see on the website once this goes up. 50% off sale through the weekend. Great deal. If you're a current monthly member, you can upgrade for 50% off. Um, we're getting ready to travel and hit the road for the NCAA tournament. For you guys, we coverage for you guys. Uh, exciting time to be an Arizona fan, so I suggest that you uh, that you sign up. So once again, thanks for joining us. Bear down. Cheer up, Shelby. What's your loot ultra memory? I remember when his book came out, and we waited in the rain, and there was like a line wrapped around the student union, and I know that he was getting tired because every time I kind of got near, we were getting closer to the front, he was whispering about you know, getting tired and we get finally get up to the front and I asked him to sign a book for my grandfather and I wanted one for my dad and he um, leaned over and I never thought I would hear Ludos and Cuss, but I guess his assistant next to him had didn't have enough books or something. And he said, I'm getting tired of this shit. And it, I think it wasn't, it wasn't directed at me. I think he was grumpy with his assistant for not having the books faster. Um, so it wasn't necessarily that it was like, 
he was super happy to see me because I think he was just getting tired of being in the rain. But it was also awesome because I never thought I'd hear Ludolson cuss and it was because of my second book. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. Is that all the, oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus.